There you go. Read.ai is back. Look at that. What? Where, where's this coming from? I didn't invite the fucking thing. I think I might have the app installed still. <laughs> it's still giving me summaries, even though I don't have an account anymore. It gives you like a free summary of the meeting. Sick. Free is stuff. Freezing there. I'm not that. It's not that cold here. What's going on? Are you cold down the Gold Coast? It's fucking freezing, man. Look at that. I've got my Tassie tuxedo <laughs> on. Look at this. <laughs> oh, for beer? fuck's sake. Yeah, I've got a beer. I don't have a glass, though. But I'm just oh, drinking out of the can. Wow. Okay. i got both. Like a fucking heathen I am. What have you got? Saison Dupont. <laughs> Back in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing oh, out the big guns. <laughs> this can be my house sale celebration episode because we didn't drink right. beer last week. Right. If you if you're um if you if if you if you got good money for your house, you'd have the Avic Les Bon Temp Tomps or whatever it is, the nine percent version of it of Saison. Oh yeah, yeah. That's I'm fucking good. That beer. It's not working. What are you doing? Do you use this bit? How are you doing? <laughs> That's right. you're using a can opener on a fucking cork. Fucking hell! All right, let's let's go. This oh, is seventeen well. bucks from the Byron Bay uh, Great Northern Bottle Shop. Really? That's not bad. That's like that's a that's the price of a schooner or a pint or whatever, whatever size the pack the, the pub. hotel yeah. sells. And you got a, okay. you got a magnum. Each hotel, mm-hmm. I mean. mm-hmm. Fuck me. Okay, there we go. Oh, that's good, mate. Well done. Classy as. Check this out. Such a you guys see you got your Saison glass there. Yep. Got my with Foster's stuff. logo on it. Yep. Oh, can shit. he pour yeah. a Saison? Does he know how to pour a Saison? Oh boy. That's how you oh. pour a Saison. I can sit there for a couple of seconds. That's how they're supposed to look. Um big big dense foam, tall. You I've didn't have beer in well. such a long time. <laughs> um what's news? Oh, I did something fucking dumb. Oh, no. This week. Is it something we can talk about in the podcast? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got a fucking espresso machine. Oh, that's good. I got one of those. They're awesome. I got a $1,000 espresso machine, but I got it on frequent fly points. Oh, okay. All right. So it's not, it's like, it's proper. Uh, well, it's not proper. It's still a fucking toy because it's a house one, not a, not what a, is it? Um, what one is it? I got the Breville Brewster Express. I'm going to Google that right now. It's got a pressure gauge and everything. That means it's important. Rebel. Oh yeah, that that looks similar to mine. I've got the I've got the um the DeLonghi La Specialista. Yeah, this looks like a a Breville version of the one I've got. Pretty much. It's Mate, I tell you awesome. what, it's awesome. I used to. I I had a um one of those mocha pots, and like it's the one you put on your stove and it percolates up through and oh, that yeah. sort of thing. And you I went. Like you know what? I've got, well, no, no, no. I drink like Americano with splash of milk or something. Oh. And so I went, you know what? I'm going to get, a, I've got plenty of frequent fly points. I don't really use it on travel. So I'll just fucking get a coffee machine. So 100,000 points, ish, bash, bosh. I now own a coffee machine. And um, yeah, fucking went down the rabbit hole. Hey, once you've got an espresso machine, your life changes. Dumb shit fucking happens, right? Because this thing's got a grinder on it as well as the group head thingo, right? Yeah. And so you spend fucking ages trying to dial in your grind, right? It's like milling grain when you're brewing. You've got to get that shit right. Otherwise, you know, too coarse, don't get the extraction too fine, you over-extract, you get a stuck mash. It's the same thing. It's just so fucked. I don't anyway, know. Wait, so, what, what? I don't think I did that. What? So how do you know if it's working or if it's not working? Well, there's it. it basically, okay. So if you, you put about if you do a double shot, right? Yeah. Um, you put about eighteen grams of beans into your into your group head cup filter, whatever the fuck it's called, and then you should get two to one extraction by weight. How do you know? Uh, over 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 thirty seconds. Yeah, get fucking. You have to get scales. Oh Jesus. Get scales. You put scales in the cup on the scales underneath the thing, and you weigh it and you time it, and that's how you know if your crush is right and that sort of thing. Interesting. Have you not done this? No, I didn't know any of this. 
No, so I was watching, I just went down this fucking YouTube rabbit hole of making sure I've got the grind working right on this bloody thing. Cause I didn't, yeah, you know, sometimes it would work and sometimes it didn't. Pressure gauges in and then pressure gauges that. And I'm like, fuck, I don't know what's going on. I watched a fucking YouTube video and all of a sudden I just, I'm just sitting there, sitting there. <laughs> the second afternoon I got the thing and I didn't really feel like working and I didn't really feel like going for a bike ride. So I just said, uh, I'll just fix this coffee machine, no dramas. So I had a whole bunch of old beans that I'm happy to burn and all that sort of stuff. And I'm just grinding beans and doing shots and having a taste and then changing the grind and then pulling another shot and having a taste and all that sort of stuff. The kitchen's a fucking mess. Just yeah, coffee and coffee grounds and shit everywhere. And um, and all of a sudden I'm just there and that's the thing. And I'm looking at and, – and the next thing you know, I'm just staring at the pressure gauge and I'm just fucking wired. You just fuck right out of your mind. You drunk too much. Coffee. Absolutely bloody wired. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just like, what have I done? Now I've got to go for a walk, and I just had to go fucking do something. I was just oh absolutely cooked on coffee, and I just didn't even realize that I was just drinking all this coffee. Oh my god! It makes it fucking like coffee though. Hey. Yeah, I'm, I can't wait to put some good beans in. I've got some old beans, and I'm just dialing things in just to burn. But yes, I'm very much looking forward to getting my hands on some good beans. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, where do you get your beans from? Well, I when I first got it, I, I got beans from Social Brew, I think it's called. Oh, they sold them at the cafe up the road. And mm. it, it blew me away how good this coffee was. But I, I like coffee for the milk more so than the coffee. Like I'm like, a, I've got the taste buds of a three-year-old. So like All the right. actual coffee probably doesn't mean too much. Yes. Um, so I thought I'd try the Aldi coffee. And the Aldi coffee is like literally like one-tenth of the price. You get like a massive bag for like half yes. the price of a normal one you get from like from the roastery. And it tasted fucking fine to me. So I just drank that. Yeah, sick. But the milk's really expensive because I drink oat milk and it's like $5 a pop. So now I'm trying the Aldi oat milk and that stuff is dog shit. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I find the oat milk tastes all grainy and stuff. Well, you, there's only there's only two that I can get. If you get the um, Oatly, you're good. Yeah. Right. But it's not sweet. Like like, I, like, I like my my coffee sweet, a little bit is sweet. The, is that the one that looks like Bolter? No, don't know. So that's that's a fake Coles one. Stay away from that shit. Okay. Yeah, but it's five dollars thirty for a one liter thing, which is like crazy. That is highway robbery. Yeah, and you get three coffees out of a like maybe four coffees out of a thing. So like you're not really saving that much money. That's mad. Um, but yeah, the other thing that happened to mine that happens to mine reasonably regularly is it gets filled with um like it gets clogged with beans. What, to, what gets clogged? clogged? The grinder. Or like the chute in front of the grinder that goes down to where the coffee is. Yes. And so you kind of have to pull it out and like jab it a bit to get all the shit out of it. Yeah. But do you know how much like drug like paraphernalia is? I've got to show you this. Let me just yeah, I didn't get any of that stuff because I bought mine off marketplace. Hendo's just disappeared to find drugs, I think, is my understanding of what's happening. It's not drugs. It's drug-like. Oh, okay. All right. So it comes with this thing called the razor. Oh, I don't have that. Right. Trimming tool. Are you, are you doing an ad for Manscaped? Is this and it's like, sponsor? And it's it's this thing. It's like you just chop, chop for chopping up lines. What? <laughs> what does that thing do? I. It's You stick that in the thing. And then you turn it, and that makes sure you got the right level of coffee in what? the filter thing basket. That's or you can smash up coke that. with it. That's stupid. You don't need that. Yes, but it's <laughs> imagine rocking up to a bathroom in a club. <laughs> Let's go, right here, boys. I'm trying Let's to get go. a photo of you holding <laughs> that thing up. <laughs> oh wait, there we go. There you go. All right. <laughs> I don't want to do. Um, did you get? Uh, did you get like a brush thing mm -hmm. with it? See, I, see, I got mine secondhand. I didn't get any of the shit. And apparently, descaler. Like mine's telling me, I need descaler. Yes, and you need to change your filter every sixty days. Water filter every sixty I don't know. days. I haven't had any of that shit. I haven't done yep. any of that. Probably a good idea. You can buy that stuff, like tablets and that descaling tablets. Buy it from like online. I suppose. Yeah, I gotta look into that. Anyway, so I'm down the bloody rabbit hole now with coffee. You saved some money. I'm happy. I'm happy, but, mm. you know, crazy stuff. 
It's good. I bought coffee every day of my life, uh, adult life, until about six months ago when I bought this machine. And I had machines like I've I've had espresso machines before that were cheap ones. I've had the pod machines, and they're fucking yep. disgusting. This yep. thing, oh, similar to your one, makes the best. It makes basically the same coffee you buy from a coffee shop. Like within, yeah, I'm happy. eighty percent. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm I'm gonna refine my skills, but boy, oh boy, like extracting coffee out of like a. a, a group head at a basket and that sort of thing it's the same as laundering when you're yeah. brewing are you gonna have to change it to get different beans different levels of roast yeah you got to readjust the bloody thing yeah. it's just a fucking science it's great i love it where are you gonna get your okay. beans from i don't know if anyone has any recommendations uh post it in the facebook group incidentally the facebook group is Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash boss and the brewer. Don't forget to answer the membership questions. Um, yeah. Question, actually. Yes. And um, if you, it's wrong answers only, don't forget. If you put the right answer, you won't get in. Well, we do say that, but sometimes they do put the right we answer. Just, they don't read it properly. We still let them in anyway. No, well, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're nice. Um, I had an agenda here, and I'm, I'm glad you put some lighthearted shit on here because all of my shit was. Fucking yeah. awful. So yeah. let's, let's just talk through your stuff and then we'll get to my awful fucking shit. What was mine the next one called? News, beer-related news. But yeah, what's mine? What was the next one? Well, yours says, ow, my scalp, exclamation point. <laughs> I had that red light treatment today on my scalp. Oh, yeah. And um, so that's what burnt up my day today. Two trips from here over to Tigham. You know where that is on the north side? Yeah, kind of, like kind a, of thing. Trying to make a pun there when you said burnt up my nope. day. Or... Yeah, yeah, well, true. Yeah, that too. But um, yeah, so one visit in the morning, and they put this ointment on your on your dome. And you go home, and then you spend an hour at home. and drove back. I spent a lot of money on tolls today. I'm going through the tunnel, and um, and then they do the red light treatment, and it was seventeen and a half minutes under the red light and basically it's fascinating how this works it basically penetrates any beat this is the thing on my scalp and if you're listening to podcast um you can't see that i'm actually bald and i have no hair and so you um, watch on youtube but... and once you watch on youtube you'll know that i'm bald and proud of it actually and um uh and so then that that but you know m- my both my parents my father in particular Spent most of his sixties and seventies every six months getting cancers cut out of his scalp and yeah, arms and lots of stuff. And I didn't want to. I don't want to do that. And so basically, if I nip this in the bud now, then I just do this treatment every couple of years or something like that, and then I don't have to worry about that. Wear sunscreen, obviously. My father worked outdoors, was in the army, never really wore sunscreen. It's a bit silly. Paid the price. Um, but doesn't um, sunscreen give you cancer? What? Sunscreen is not real bad for you, apparently. No, it's not. No. I think silly. it is. I think it is. Oh, I think don't you wear zinc. You wear zinc, you're sweet. If you, you get that shit with all the nasty shit in it, I think it's real bad. This is not health advice, but I heard it on a podcast <laughs> from the guy who is actually not a psycho, not like a conspiracy theory guy who's like an actual proper. Well, most of the sunscreens stuff. are zinc, aren't they? Well, like zincs are like the ones where, you know, the real thick ones when you like put it over yeah. in like a cricketer from yeah. the 90s. But Did you know yeah, that's, that's the same as, um, it's the same as hemorrhoid cream. Okay. There you go. We'll just just use use both. Yeah. Use hemorrhoid. That that's your health advice for this episode. Use hemorrhoid cream on your dome. <laughs> to avoid preparation H. Yeah. Okay. Rub hemorrhoid cream on. All right. Continue with your story. Uh, anyway, so they got you go back and then they put this four hundred nanometer fucking light, just big fucking LED thing over your head. For 17 and a half minutes and the first five minutes fucking hurt and what sort of pain just sunburn bad sunburn tingling like literally fizzing i felt like things were fizzing because this ointment basically only absorbs into precancerous cells and then when it gets hit with light it kills the cells fascinating stuff so it's really highly targeted so if it's working you know you've got cells in there that could have been problematic yes yeah and then, um, oh, there's someone coming into your house. <laughs> She's my <laughs> Just kidding. 
And um, so we, um, and so basically it did that 17 minutes. And what you've got to have these blackout eye thingos on because the light's really, really bright. And even though I had these things on, like when you go into a solarium, none of them have been a solarium, right? I had those light th- things on my eye. I could still see the light. It was really, really fucking bright. And anyway, 17 minutes of burning my fucking scalp. 17 off. minutes. What are you doing in that time? You yeah. listen to a podcast or something? Or uh, the lady was there and I was just talking to her. Really? The nurse was there. Yeah. Wow. And every so often she'd spray cold water on my head and yeah. that sort of thing. And it was peppermint cold water. Wow. What a job. And, just sit there and yeah. talk to Endo and spray his dome for spray, spray, <laughs> spray my dome with peppermint cold water. <laughs> Anyway, so the treatment finishes, that sort of thing. And she goes, I'll just get the doctor to come and have a look. <laughs> the doctor, And I've still got, and she goes, I'm not going to take the eye things off yet, just in case we need to do a little bit more. Anyway, the doctor comes in and she goes, oh, I'd like to do another five minutes. I said, you can have three. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, okay, three, no problem. Okay. They did another three minutes. Was it I that was bad? Were you just bored at that point? It was very uncomfortable. Yeah. I actually feel okay at the moment. I have a lot of moisturizer on and mm. I have to um, moisturize a lot and take anti inflammatories. But apparently, tomorrow it's just going to go and blister up. So I can't be in the sun or anything like that. So a weekend at home this weekend. And you what, wear a hat and it goes away or? It takes about a week. It's going gonna, it's gonna to peel and blister and shit in the wow. next couple of days. It's going to be fucked. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So, um, so I was supposed to go back on Monday, but I'm not, I'm in Alice Springs on Monday, so that ain't going to happen. So I have to spend, send photos of my dome to the doctor and, um, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. if you got, if you got, want to get away from the sun and you're worried about skin cancer, then go to Alice Springs. That's a fucking great idea. And yeah, smart, mate. Well smart. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, so that's kind of how it all went down. So there you go. Well, you were worried you wouldn't be able to do the podcast, but it looks sweet. You don't look any different. I'll, I'll tell you in the morning how I'm feeling. Apparently yeah. tonight's going to get really painful. Yeah, right. They give you, they tell you to take painkillers and shit? Is that yeah. bad? Sort of yeah, I've got anti-inflammatories, yeah. So I have to alternate like Panadol and Nurofen every three hours. Yeah, right. Anyway, well, for short, short-term pain for long-term gain, I think. 100%. Sounds like a good idea. What's this, this you taking... Advice, What's this you taking the lead in the over-under? Dude, this is I was a little confused about this, right? Because I I watched that race. Actually, I didn't watch the race. I, I saw the highlights. Yes. And but Canadian I was Grand like, Prix. I thought I picked Red Bulls to come in the two Red Bulls in the podium. Yes. And you picked two Red Bulls no. in the podium. And then I when, when I saw the result, Perez obviously fucked up because he's useless. Yes. And yes. so it was only one. So as I write down here, two Red Bulls on the podium, Dan says no, Hendo says yes. Okay. So I, I lost. So you lost. Okay. Fair enough. Is that your recollection? of? Because I went and tried to listen to the episode again. I was too lazy and it kind of couldn't be bothered. Ah, uh, forget. What I write down. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, there you go. What's the score? It is 6-5 to me. Okay. And Perez sucks. He sucks bad. And Alonso's Very awesome. bad. How, How good is Alonso? What a legend. You know who sucks is, is Stroll. Yeah. Do you know yeah. who, who does who did really well last weekend? Uh Alvin? Yeah. Yeah. He got drive of the day, I think. Yeah. Yeah, what a legend. That's pretty good. He has the odd really good race in that car. I think that's why he got the drive in the first place because he's a pretty fucking good driver, but yeah, couldn't compete with Max. Nah. And he's that's, a bit whiny. That's always the thing. It's always the thing is like you realise how good someone is when they have a teammate who is really, really good. Yes. And no one's competing. Like Stroll, Stroll was competing fine before against a four-time world champ. Mm. But he can't compete against Alonso because Alonso is... No. Way better. He's just crushing it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And no one so can talented. Max. No, no. One. But I tell you what, Alonso's the given given Max and and Mercedes especially a run for their money. Mercedes, of course, for sure. But yeah, but but he's got he's got a better car for, for whatever reason. He's got a better car. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm. you would you would have to think Lewis and Alonso. I mean, Lewis used to drive with Alonso, so 
Lewis and Alonso together in similar machinery would be competitive. Yeah. He Definitely. wouldn't smash with Lewis, but smash what do you reckon? What about Alonso in a Red Bull? I think Alonso's awesome. I think he'd be awesome in any fast car. Fucking oath, mm. that'd be great. He's too old though. It sucks. Mm-hmm. He's just performing so well for his age. It's unbelievable, but he's too old. He's not going to get the Red Bull drive, never. But he'd mm. be great. Mm. He'd clash with yeah. Max, though. That would be a shit fight. Oh, yeah, that would suck. Yeah, they're better off leaving the second drive in Red Bull being a shitty driver, I think. Yeah. Just Work well for Mercedes. Good. Hey? Just make Max look good. Yeah. Work well for Mercedes. That's the move. Especially when you is get it the your, Is it your birthday? Not that I'm aware of. Why are there birthday balloons there? No, that's Tilly's birthday. Oh. If it was my birthday, I wouldn't have... Six. Six and a million <laughs> bright rainbow balloons. <laughs> I like that you thought it was my birthday, though. That's, that's pretty, pretty nice. All right, should we get into this news or should we just... Yeah, let's do it. All right. What do we got? News item number one. ABC News article, craft beer declining. So this is the Wicked Elf. Um, yes, closure. Yes. Shop. One of the old stalwart breweries. I don't know about this brewery. I mean, you were you used to brew kind of that general region, didn't you? So you would probably know. No, more. no, no, I've never, that's the mid, no, not really. Isn't that like, where, where, where is it? Where were they? Port? Port Macquarie, I think. Yeah, okay. Um. Yeah, look, it's a sad story, but, you know, um, it's tough time and clearly it looks like that there is some financial struggles and that sort of thing. Yeah, Port, Port Macquarie. Um. Yeah, look, it's just they've just not a sustainable business. Um, perhaps their tap room suffering. Um, they did a lot of they 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 remember they used to be in dance and BWS and that sort of thing quite a bit. I don't I don't really know anything. Years about and years ago, years ago they used to be. Yeah, and so it's that story of just not quite right sizing yourself. Yeah, I mean, also, it, it's, I mean, if you're saying they used to be in dance, like, it's not a brand I'm, I really even know about at all. So I think there's a lot of, a lot of these brands that kind of struggle to stay relevant over a long yes. period of time, which is almost impossible to do. You know, there's very few who've been able to do it. Yeah, that's, that's right. No, no slight on them, but. Um, Tough yeah. times. Um, and, you know, not, not to be. Um, you know, we knew we knew this year was going to be tough, and and this is not the only story tonight. That's sort of you know a sign of the times, that sort of thing. So yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a funny one. Yeah, well, wish them all the best, and that yeah. sucks. We move on to another. Where are we going out of business? Right here, yeah. this is this one's not relating to brewery going out of business. So this is good. Okay, are we going to? I, want, we I actually wanted up? you to comment on this because. Infusion Multi Which, Flavors New Frontier and yes. there's a story here on Bruce News. I, I think it's one. It says media release, so I assume it's not actual news. It's you see a, those those Bolter malt sacks? Yes, I can see the Bolter. Well, the, the <laughs> colors, the colors are what? Well, actually, that one on the right's the color of the old Bolter IPA, isn't it? That's is that's that right. right. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah, and then the yellow one's the hazy. Right, and the first one's the old brown. Remember that one? The, the yeah, that's right. Yeah, beer. yeah. What's the green? And then the green one is XPA. Nah, not quite. That's not the XPA color. It's pretty close. I don't think they've done it like a, just a green, straight green like that. Mm. Um, anyway, Probably some any, Pantone. Pantone. In any case, we've, um, what do you think of these creative malts? So what do we got? So Joe, Joe White, White are Malt doing unveiled a groundbreaking new uh, through, through Belgo, malt. Belgo malt. Yeah, so they're infusing um, stuff into malt. Gingerbread cookie. Um, what else is what's the other one? Uh, there was a few others there. Sage and thyme, citrus, sage and summer thyme. infusion. Yes, they. I just like. I, I think it's. I, I years ago, when I was judging the ARBAs, there was this guy that I was judging with, and he was from Belgium, and he had his own coffee roaster. Uh, machine at home um and what he would do is he would make it his own crystal malt and he would roast the malt in his own home coffee roast which is 
what they do in the maltster at just much bigger st- st- scale it's just a big coffee roaster and that sort of thing yeah. right um and um it was very interesting because um he said i started doing some interesting stuff like doing a salted caramel so he would put salt into his crystal malt which is a caramel malt sounds sounds good and um and i went that's really interesting that you you do that and so um Look, I think this is interesting. Um, uh, the gingerbread cookie sounds uh, quite quite interesting. Um, sage and thyme, I'm not entirely. Um, didn't you do it? You did a gingerbread cookie. One, yeah, that was you? my 2016 Gabs beer gingerbread maniac. I've got a yeah. few bottles still. Yeah, there you go. So you could have saved yourself some fucking additions. Well, maybe. Maybe. Um, I think it's interesting, time. and yeah. and, I'm, and and you know, like all things innovative in the craft brewing industry, uh, I'm curious, and I'd love to 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 give it a try, um, and and see see what happens there. But I think about the flavour infusion into malt, and the harshness of the process that those flavours have to survive to make mm. it into the glass. Okay? Yes. So if you're putting this infused malt in your mash tun, it's got to get lauded into your kettle, then it's got to get boiled for a while, then knocked out and then put into the fermenter, then fermented and then chilled and carbonated and packaged and all that sort of thing, right? And so all that flavour, a lot of the, you know, it depends on the type of flavour that you're trying to impart into the beer. Well, I, with I a lot of things. The, I, think, I think if you look at the flavours they've got there, it feels like they've picked those because they're not kind of like, they're not picking like like flavors. They're picking kind of things that could be quite subtle. Correct. Um, and so, like, I, I, like, I, I, some some flavors need to happen later in the beer production process. Yeah. Um, some can happily happen earlier and that sort of thing. Um, I, I, I say I've got an open mind on this. I would love to have a look at some beers that were brewed with this. Um, you know, just to see what. What the outcome would be? Yeah, I'm with you. I think breweries um, need. I think breweries are running out of ideas, and you, you can see you can kind of see it in the limited releases all the time. It's just another hazy. Like for a while there, it was cool. There were so many new ideas. You could do different styles. You could do reds and hazies and different dry hop techniques and triple dry hop and cryo hop and whatever. Like there's all this shit. <laughs> Everyone's running out of ideas. I feel like. So, at least this will get people to try something different. Yeah. Whether it tastes different, I don't know. Yeah. What about yeah, that exactly. stage in time one might go well in this this beer, you reckon? In the oh, Saison. Not in that Saison, it's not. No, but like in that style. Perhaps in that style, but not in that bloody Saison DuPont, mate. You don't don't mess with perfection, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um uh Lion gets two birds stoned at once. Wait, sorry, I misread that. Uh, Crafty point. Lion kills two, two birds with one move. Birds with one move. All right. This one hit me in the feels today, big time. Because you know we've been talking over the last few weeks about Lion closing Tiny Mountain and Bevy and all that sort of stuff. And I recall saying We're changing that, the stone and wood plans. Uh, and uh, and I and I recall saying that this is not going to be the last line brand that they're going to close. I didn't yep. expect Two Birds to be that brand though. You didn't? No, not at all. Why would you? Um, why Why would you think they would keep that brand going? Because of the diversity aspect of it. Right. But but what's the diversity aspect of it? It's a it's a it's a brewery started by women, right? Women. But they're not. But they're not. They're no longer own it, and only one of them works there, right? Yeah, well, as of a couple of months ago. Yeah. So, but literally, but this is the funny thing. Jane Lewis was literally not even two months out the door, and then they shut up. Well, maybe maybe she saw it coming. <laughs> maybe she saw it coming. I don't know. I mean, but, I don't um, think it would have been that hard to see this coming. I, I it's, I, I can, I'm, I'm surprised that you're surprised about this. This I'm surprised about it. Yeah, this yeah. is what they do. Oh, so I know this is done. what Lion. Do, do. I'm not surprised at, at the fact that they're closing it. I just, I'm not. I, just, I was surprised that they they picked this particular brand. 
portfolio. But don't you think they'll kill off all the brands that aren't selling, you know, as well as kind of Bolter and Stone and Wood? I agree now. Absolutely. Yeah. I think everything, I think fixation might be on the chopping block as well 100%. now. You know, um, it, it just seems to be they're just rational lines, just rationalizing the, the, the beer brands because it's very costly. You know, 100%. Um, yeah. It doesn't make sense to have a thousand brands when you can sell shitloads of pack ale. Yeah, exactly. Shitloads of pack ale and, or Furphy or yeah. Squires or, you know, the, the big ones are the ones that are going to stay. Um, and so, but mate, I, I, I was disappointed. I saw Jane and Danielle's um, posts on social media today. And yeah, this one really bugged me, hey, because like I've got some really fond memories of the early days of Two Birds, hmm. you know, back in you know, 11 years ago, um, you know, when um, when Jane, when I was the head brewer at Southern Bay in, in Geelong and Jane was producing the Two Birds beers there. She only had one when I started there, just the Golden Ale. And, you know, and... and um, I used to love those days when Jane would come and brew her product because I'd just say, right, Jane, your brewery, off you go. And she'd go and run run the team and that sort of thing. And um and and I'd got to hang out in the office all day and um uh knowing that 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 you know that the brewery was being looked after by someone very talented. And um same goes for those packaging days. She she'd come in and she'd she'd I'd just say, Your your packaging hall, Jane, where you go. And um, it, it was, it, you know, even though the product was was contract brewed, it was Jane's beer, 100%. And she's very fastidious about the quality of it, um, you know, and that sort of thing. And then when she wanted to add a second beer to the lineup, and I said to her, have you, have you know, she said she wanted to add a red ale to the, the, uh, to the lineup. And I said, oh, have you? Have you pilot? Have you tested this recipe? Have you done a pilot batch? She goes no, and I went. Probably should, this, this red's, a, red's a difficult, interesting, difficult color to hit. You might want to think about pilot brewing this. She goes, I've never brewed a batch smaller than five thousand liters. <laughs> I said, oh, I, know, I know just the person. So Brian Tyak, one of the guys on the um, uh, on the brewing team, had this buddy Darth Vader's homebrew kit, which was all Arduino controlled, and he could control it from his- <laughs> nice lounge room it was so cool and um and so we went now jane and i spent one saturday or something like that out at brian's and we did a couple of pilot batches of two birds um sunset ale and um and we had a ball that day it was so good because ryan was so passionate and jane was just fascinated because she'd never brewed a batch on such a small scale and um it was a lot of fun and um you know, and then Sunset Ale was born, and 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 that beer went really, really well, and went on to win quite a few awards as well, if I remember correctly. Um, and um, yeah, it was good. And then a little bit later on, when I was brewing at um, at Cavalier, um, uh, that they did a little bit of Two Birds Taco when it sort of first came out, and some of that mm. came out of um, out of um, Cavalier. And um, you know, always still still see 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 Jane or, or Wilson or you know one of the team there, and and it's good, you know. So my my memory, you know, of of the Two Birds brand is not. Lots of people think of it as like you know it's the it's the brewery that started by women. And it's about diversity and inclusion and all that sort of stuff. I, I just saw what Jane and Danielle were doing is just industry peers, you know, they were just getting in and getting shit done in the industry. <clears throat> and I had a lot of admiration and respect for what they did, you know? Um, and it was just very, very cool. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's a, it, it kind of, yeah, it little, it, it, it kind of hit me in the feels today to hear that, that, that line were going to shut down um, two birds. It's mm. just, it's the end of an era, you know? Yeah. And um I'm looking at the cans now. It says established 2011, and you know, and I was, you know, not there, not not, you know, uh, I, you know, I'm just, I, I wasn't direct, you know, just it was just good to see to observe it from a very, very, from very close up, you know, that that story yeah. as it evolved. And well, they were one um, of the like back then they were one of the main sort of you know they were up there in the hottest 100s and they were kind of 
like that taco beer was pretty massive. I was, you know, I was in Dan Murphy's and this is one of the first beers I had on tap at a craft beer bar on the Gold Coast, I think. Yeah, and very innovative and for a Gab's beer. Delicious. Managing too. to stick around for so long was just such mm. a good beer, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll miss it. Yeah. Well, I'd like your tribute. That's nicer than my take. My take is you sell your business, you lose control. And we keep getting told that they keep coming up with new words for when you sell your business. It's a custodianship or, you know, when Bolter sell, nothing's going to change. When Stone and Wood sell, nothing's going to change. If you sell your business, you give up control. You, you, you kiss it goodbye the day you sell it. And unfortunately, that's what happens. That's the reality. Yeah. Uh, but on in this particular case, mate, is that, is that Jane and Danielle didn't sell their um didn't sell their their brewery to Lion. They sold it to Fermentum. Yes, exactly. Which is, Fermentum, which is what which is ironically and Fermentum what, got sold. What Stone and Wood did originally as well, if you recall. They sold what do you mean? a big chunk yeah. to little creatures and then little creatures sold. Sold, exactly. Yes. And they were able to buy it back because of the deal they had. But yes. Um yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. So nonetheless, like, nonetheless, you, you sell you sell your business, you lose control. And um, especially if you sell your business to one of the majors, they'll handle your brand the way they handle brands, which is if it's going really well, they'll crank it up and pour everything into it and probably dilute it a bit. Yes. And if it's not, they'll chop it off. And that's what they yes. do. And that's why we need to support independent brands. And so everyone's getting a reminder now of, of why it's important. Yeah. I think if we think about that and also, you know, what, what line will do with that brewery and the kit and they'll shut it down, right? Uh, you know, because they bought your old canning line, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. But it was yeah, a bought- drop in the ocean compared to the kind of money they're spending on things. But no, yeah. I know, but it's but it's it's interesting though, but like basically that's that's a that's a fair chunk of production capacity that's going to be either sold or mothballed and that sort of thing. Well, I think because you think I think about... they were brewing fixation beers there. I think that was the idea. The yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And the other thing as well is that um, there's the Red Dot Brewery in Melbourne, which is well, it's been up for sale on and off for a while. And that's a pretty hefty sized brewery as well. There's a lot of production capacity being taken out of the market mm. at the moment. Right, and that's the thing that people really need to understand is that, um, you know, the majors. This, as far as as far as line are concerned, this is fucking great because they're all about market share, and they've just taken a 0.1 percent off the market share, and for them, that's a win. Yeah. Right, and it just makes them helps them just to funnel everything back and that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, very interesting. Well, I wonder what the, what the two birds guys will do. I don't know what I don't know them personally, but I don't know. I mean, they mentioned Danielle in the article saying they kind of want to offer another role in the company, but I'm guessing that's not, I, probably not going to be. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. She hasn't really alluded to anything. Jane's got a new business though. She's doing a coaching kind of business about cultural stuff in liquor industry and that sort of thing. And okay, well, I mean, if they stay in the industry, uh, that that's good. But yeah, you, in a roundabout the industry's way, I lost a lot of good people, so you kind of you don't want to. You don't want it to result in the industry losing good people because then... then this is the thing that I find really scary because, like, you know, this is kind of like, uh, you know, if you think about this is... This sounds dumb, but I'm just going to say it. It's like it's, this is my generation of brewers, mm. you know, yeah. um, from, from 10 years ago. And, you know, uh, we've spoken to a lot of brewers, you know, in in in, in and around my generation and they're all cooked. Yeah. Yeah. And they've had enough and they're tired, you know, and they 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 started out doing, you know, all passionate and motivated and we all did. And we put our fucking blood, sweat and tears into this industry and the business and all that sort of thing. And, um, um, uh, but... And from very little, you know, it's you never you never go into it for the financial return or anything like that. But eventually, the passion only gets you so far. Mm. Yeah, only gets you so far. And I remember, like in the late days of brew cult and that sort of thing, I was I was sick of punters. Um, you know, I was just I, I just I, I was tired. I hadn't had a decent paycheck in four years. Mm. And I just had enough, um, and and there's just a point where you've just got.
got to go, fuck, I just, I have to look after myself, you know? And that's, that's what I kind of see with this, and uh, you know, with, with, with Jane sort of stepping out and, and, and two birds being sold. And, you know, I see a lot of my generation of, of brewers really starting to, um, you know, step out of the industry or change their role in the industry. Mm. Um, you know, like, I think about some of my peers that I studied with at University of Ballarat, you know, um, you know, Glenn Harrison doesn't brew anymore. He works for Ellerslie as technical sales and, um, you know, and, and just all these people just stepping out of being in the, the, in the brewing, being directly involved in, in craft beer, but maybe being involved on the fringes. Well, uh, I, think like I still that. think that's, there's a bit of that is kind of natural natural kind of it's the natural it's it's the thing and you've got to pass the torch you know i'm yeah. not going to be around forever and that sort of thing but uh and neither is, but neither I'm, is I'm more else. thinking people just completely leaving the industry like there's 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 every chance they'll you know well i don't know about those their specific situation but you know there's every chance that the industry is going to lose a lot of good people who are never going to work in the industry again yeah and you know, if, if you if you're doing yeah. a different role, then that's one thing. But if you're completely out, then we're just losing a lot of good people. We're ultimately just going to lose the industry as we know it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, right. that was my two cents. Um, pregnancy labeling. So this is coming up. When is it? Is this coming out in July? End of July. End of July. Yeah. Yeah. So the the go is is that um, uh, you have. To by the end of July on your label, you and I think on your boxes as well. They've reduced, um, yeah. I think on the boxes, but not with the red on the boxes. They re, they changed the the requirement. Yes. So mandatory pregnancy labeling comes in at the it, it's from Food Standards Australia, um, and you have to have like a pictogram. It's like a rectangular thing with a pregnant lady, uh, no smoking thing on around her. Yeah, <clears throat> and um, um, and and with some words on it and all that sort of stuff, and um, all all alcohol has to have it, including beer now, and um, uh, that caused a lot of issues, you know, um, three or four years ago when it was proposed, maybe a little bit longer than that, um, around like you know when a brewery goes makes labels or has cans, um. It's very difficult to change the design because breweries will buy literally hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of either labels or printed cans at a time. Um, and it takes a long time to wear out that stock, have the new plates. If you're doing printed cans, for instance, it's very expensive to have your plates redone. Um, and it's a very time-consuming process, you know. There is. Uh, and, and so um, and 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 so that's why it's been so long for this to 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 come into place very very expensive um yeah there's I been a lot Deedee, of warning well Dini from from um bad shepherd said you know ninety thousand dollars to replace existing can stocks you know but but that's um, well, a couple of things one is there's been a lot of time to prepare for this so mm. that might be an inventory thing that's gone wrong i know it's fucking difficult no one needs these problems but if they've got that many cans that haven't been used then something's something's gone wrong the other thing is, yes. isn't the new logo? It has to be red, doesn't it? Isn't it? Isn't what that the whole thing? Yes, yes. Like that image yeah. they've got there, because what they're saying is they're using a label to wrap around a can because yes. you know they, they want to reuse the cans, and so they've got this yes. label wrapped around a can, which looks awful. But the yes. pregnancy logo is not even red on that label, so that's not even. No, good. that's right. Yeah, that's weird. It's very interesting. Um, but look, you know, it's it's a very expensive thing. Look at the long term, you know, I get it. It's a food standards thing. We, we are a product that causes harm, and so therefore, yes, definitely. Um, but um, yeah, it's harsh timing. Very fucking very harsh. harsh. If people haven't thought about it, going into winter in twenty twenty three, having to worry about that. Yeah, that's going to sting. Yeah, absolutely. All right, tall Absolutely. boy and moose ownership transition. I, I don't know a lot of it. Yeah, of a, well, here's another green. one I'm very closely attached to, mate. Okay, well, you, you tell me what's happening here. <laughs> so when I was the head brewer at at uh, Southern Bay um, in 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 Geelong, 
Uh, Stephen Germain, who's one of the founders of Tallboy and Moose, he's the he's the Moose, obviously, because he's Canadian. Right. Um, he was the sales rep, sales manager for Southern Bay. That's how I met oh. Stevie G. And um, he is one of the most chill, <laughs> chill people you will ever meet. Nice. I, I just, you just, just can't express enough how calm this guy is. It's amazing. He's just, he's just absolutely phenomenal. Right? And so this is another story about, you know, someone who's been slogging it away in the industry for, you know, over a decade trying to scrap, scrape together a living. Um, and um, Dan, Dan Hall, tall boy, um, he's, he's the first of the Brownstone alumni. Oh, right. Yeah. So he's so, a brewer. He's a brewer, yeah. Mm. And so oh, I remember where I met Dan originally. Cavalier, I think. And um um and so uh I threw Stevie G, no doubt, because they met at Moondog and 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 Dan had been around at, at Three Ravens and um that sort of thing. And um yeah, I met Dan and Dan actually started brewing brew cop year for me when I got too busy to brew um all of the product myself and he was brewing it in at Cavalier and down at Cockies down in Geelong and all that sort of stuff. Uh and then I was still doing Brownstone and I said I'll oh, come and fill in for me down at Brownstone. He was doing that as well. And um yeah it was absolutely phenomenal. Um he's just they just two really really fucking good people. Mm. And um um and they always had this um dream of the the, the two of them uh, when they I, re- I remember they originally told me about it and was not actually was actually supposed to be originally called make beer right and um uh and but if you have a look really closely at the two tallboy and moose branding it says tallboy and moose make beer right so they kind yes. of kept that name in yes. there and um, they had some really, I remember a lot of their first beers were like these chamomile beer or something like that that they wanted to do. And it was just all this really wacky but kind of tasteful kind of beers, you know, that were never going to sell big volumes, but they were very happy and passionate about them and that sort of thing. And then when they finally got this bloody venue up and running and that sort of thing and a location and going through that process, you know, uh, I was at Tallboy and Moose earlier earlier this year, and um, yeah, shit, man, they're they're brewing beer on on used dairy equipment, hmm. little steam boiler, and you know they they they're doing all right. They they got hit hard by COVID, real yeah. hard, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're they're about five hundred meters up the road from Carwin Cellars in Melbourne. Oh wow, yeah, Preston, I think it is, and um, uh, and. You know, these they, they 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 COVID really nearly wiped them out. I'm surprised they're still around because mm. you know they're just a brew pub. They never really worried about production or anything like that. And got one of their beers in my fridge. Oh, go on then. I think I've shown it to you. Which one? The really short stubby can. Don't drink it. Now Let me see if I can find it. All right, I should, I should pause the recording. I'm going to pause it because this would be very bad audio content. I paused. I paused. That's all. I paused. Just go. No, 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 we're good. I did. I did. I just paused okay. and, went, and then I'm, we're good now. It's all good. Look at this one. Did I show you that one? Oh, there you go. Okay, let me get a screenshot. Hold there. Tight. Yeah. There we go. Nice. Very cool. All right. You want to go on uh, under over on this one? Yeah. Number of standos. Oh, God. Uh, wait. Not telling you the ABV? You won't tell me. Wait, we talked about this, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I should know this. No, I don't want to do that. I'm, I'm not going to test my memory. I'll test my future predictive abilities, but not my memory. This can is 250 mils. It's 250 mil can. Yeah, I'll go. I'll A go beer three. called Birthday Suit. It's an ice box. Oh, Do you know what an ice box is? No, I know it's big. How big do you think it might be? It's a big dog. I know that. 18%. Yeah. 
Higher. Oh, fuck. I, I feel like we've done this and I should know the answer, but yeah. <laughs> you just have to tell me. Are you going to actually drink it's, it? No, I'm not drinking it now. Fuck no. Dude. It's 20, it's 20% ABV. So 250 mil. Um, next time you and I get together. I'm not going to put this screenshot on here unless you drink it right now. It's fucking 3.9 standos in a two, 250 mil can. Dude, 3.8 right here. Yeah, that's a 750 mil thing in Japan. Fuck off. <laughs> All right. All right, I'll still use it. So that's I've still got that. I I I think well, you and I should crack this together. Oh, it says tall boy and moose make beer. Mm. There you go. Nice. Um yeah. so look, the, the, at least the place is still going and 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 all that sort of thing. And I'm sure that the process of working out what the business would have been worth to buy out Stevie G would have been fucking tough. Yeah, it looks um, sounded like it. Um, and and I hope that I wish Stevie G, you know, all the best and 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 Dan, you know, solely running the business now and that sort of thing. Clearly, Dan's still got a heart for the business. Good on him. Um, mm. and um, I think Stevie G's just good, just keen just to time out. He's got a miso. He's got a kid. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, I hope they do well. That's a big call. Mm. Taking on taking mm. on something like that by yourself as well as. Yeah. Yeah. Working with business partners is tough. Working by yourself is also tough. very tough. Probably, probably harder. Absolutely. All right. Final news article. Mark Hazeman steps down as CEO of Mighty Craft. So we're bruised news heavy, but this was this was a media release. So it was just it's not, not an actual news article, yeah. but no. a very short media release saying Mark Hazeman stepped down. So this is after a strategic review back in what a month ago, um, a fundraising effort a little while ago as well, and then yeah, with the, with the better beer stuff happening in the background and the fundraising, and there's been no news on any of that. So there you go. That's that's kind of big news for Mighty Craft. Yeah, it is. It is. No no comment from me. No comment. Don't know the background of it. There might be a number of different reasons. There might be personal reasons. I'm not going to pass a comment on that. Fair enough. We normally comment on shit we know nothing about. Yeah, well, it's just any different. Not, not this time. Fair enough. I mean, I'll have a crack. <laughs> Go on then. <laughs> People can look at you with disdain next time you go to fucking Melbourne. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Wait, what are you in trouble for? Oh, I don't know. Fuck it. Who cares? All right. Well, look, look. Whoever, if, if anyone is actually listening to this, we're just making a guess. I'm just making a guess. Mighty Craft has been a business that has been unprofitable for a very long time. They started yes. out as a business that was going to be a high growth business and was on the back of acquiring lots of smaller brands. Yes, and low that. interest rates and pre-COVID. Yeah. And... yeah, they got good amount of funding. They executed a huge amount of growth due to these, those acquisitions. They doubled down on that brew pub local model, which made sense three or four years ago. Then they had the better be a thing take off, which they own a reasonable but not controlling stake of. Mm-hmm. And um, all the other brands have fallen by the wayside, pretty much without exception, as far as I can tell. Yes, the business yeah. is worth less than the amount they paid for one of those brands. That's right. But, um, I think at the end of the day, the directors who run the company, if they're not happy with the direction of the company, or if they don't think this guy is the guy to take the business forward for whatever reason, they choose to replace him, and that's it. That's how it works. Yeah, fucking yep. ruthless, isn't it? Um. But yeah, it's going to be really interesting because like we've talked about that on this podcast before, which is they've got this one brand that they own a small amount of, which is going through the roof Yes, nothing else is going very well. So what, and they've, they don't have an exit thing. You can't just grow with a plan to exit. They've already exited. They're, they're on the ASX. Yes. There's no one on the ASX who would buy them. So no. where where do you go? It's like, I'm actually yeah. personally just fascinated about where this goes and how it ends. Yeah. Not even... Uh, none of the majors would buy them. Um, and they would buy better. Then, beer. They would buy better beer, of course. Yes. Um, but I don't. But I. But um, I. I um, even some sort of institutional investor or something like that just wouldn't be interested in the business. There's no. There's no growth. There's no, no upside. No. There's no upside. There's. There's. There's no way. I can't see a way where that concept even works. The only I just don't think Minecraft knew what it wanted to be. 
I think the idea was just a bad idea from the start, and that's why that's why yeah. we didn't take their investment. It just it was a bad mm. idea. Mm. Mm. It just didn't make any sense. Like the whole founders incubator thing, and they'll come in and share distribution and not, like water down your distribution. The vertical inter- integration, have, yeah, distribution venues, yeah, and all that sort of stuff. I just, that, and that's the thing. I just executives and they just, no they just they just don't don't know what they want to be. I don't think. I think they should just if you're gonna, if you're gonna be if Is you're gonna be vertically. Ask Nick. Yeah, like how does that work? Like, is is the move either shut down Mighty Craft, sell their stake in Betty Better Beer, and that's it? Not while you're shut, on, on shut the stock down. exchange. What's you're talking that? liquidation, mate. <laughs> what else do you do when you're being a business that's unprofitable forever? You're trying to raise around. It doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like who's going to invest in the business if if Better no. Beer run a big chunk of it. They're doing a separate round. Yes. So there's no profit, but there's no growth and there's no exit strategy. What's the mm, alternative? Mm. Like, yeah. The A, liquidation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Take take the wins on better beer. Maybe maybe they might be in a bit of strife. Yeah. Maybe, but I'm not going to comment on that. But anyway. If 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 Minecraft go into the A. <laughs> I'm gonna chuckle. I'm bit. not because all the fucking founders who they took money off and you know who, who took money off Mighty Craft to get their investment because they were struggling as small brewery owners and wanted some investment, yeah. didn't know how to raise yes. funds on their own, and took that money. They're all fucked now. Yes, and it's another example of people in the industry getting screwed. Yes, by bigger players, and it's fucking sad. So I'm, I'm not yep. gonna chuckle yep. at all. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, this has been a depressing episode. All right, let's do Fuck you. <laughs> Sorry. You suck. It's okay. All right, share your screen. Let's do Hendo Reacts. And then we'll okay. Rightio. Let me just, I have to share with sound. Share with sound. No copyright infringements. It's only pictures, no videos. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. Can you see that? I can. I've got the Google Doc there. I've given you an alternative in case you're not in the groups. So I thought. So, I thought okay, that's okay. So this is a watch thing on oh, Facebook. Okay. Maybe it is a video. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, here we go. It's The Rock. It's an AI video of The Rock eating rocks. Oh, there's two. Oh, my God. I haven't watched this. What the fuck hell? We're going to get so copyright struck for this. Yeah, okay. I'll just mute the sound. Mute it now so that. I know when to um oh, I don't I don't want to I don't want to edit. I'm not editing. It that just... does not look like the rock at all. You know who that looks oh like? Oh my god. It's like Jason from Selling Sunset on Netflix. Yeah, that's so messed up, eh? That's thanks to Craig Maiden Maiden for that. Maiden for sending it. Thanks for our copyright strike. Split into um, the DMs. Do you know what you can do is um um, you can um, just blur the screen. Just edit it out, actually. All right, here's the next video. one. I'm not editing video. Hendo reacts. Tony Tony Gleason. I know Tony Gleason. Um, Brisbane Beer Barons. Yes, <laughs> Brew Baron versus Brisbane Beer Barons. Okay, so okay, this is a really interesting one. So parched brewery which went into voluntary administration and was subsequently sold um, is being rebranded as the Brew Baron Beer Company. And basically Brisbane Beer Barons is the Facebook group of um, Brisbane and all the beer geeks and stuff like that, which is one of the few beer groups I still happen to be in but don't really participate in. Yeah. have just lost, collectively lost their shit. There's a, there's a brewery in Brisbane Called, called the Brew Baron Beauty Company. Let's just read the comments just for shits and giggles, hey? Um, <laughs> taking over where Parch Brewery is. Uh, it's near, I thought they were retaining the same name, Parch, yeah. It's just. What about, just, so that if you just click on the group name and go back, just click on the group and see some recent posts because he posted another one. I don't know if he made this or this is like their marketing. Today. Yeah, this there thing. we go. That one. Yeah. What's, what's going on there? Did they make that or did he make that? No, that's Tony made that. Oh, I see. I see. It's a it's it's 
to describe it, if you're listening, it's 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 a meme about birth control effectiveness. Condoms, 99%. Birth control pills, 99%. The Brew Baron Beer Company, 100%. I don't know. I don't really like that. So we cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone to the effort to make. I don't know. I actually didn't. Yeah. I didn't understand the joke. I could. I didn't know if they'd made this or he'd made it. But yeah, not cool. He's gone to the effort to make that. He's pissed oh, off. Sure. Yeah, of course he is. That's Tony, though. Does he own this group, or, or? Yeah, he's one of the mods of that group. So yeah, okay, all right. There you go. All right. So clearly, not, clearly, not the best he's... name for a brewery is that? I don't want to. I want to hate on the brewery, but what a shit name. Yeah, is what it is. Is what it is. All right, let's have a look here. BT, I'm back in BT Underground. Sorry. Uh, range barrel aged stout, magnificent. That's not a stout. Well. There's that, and there's also the size of this dude's hand. What is what is happening here? It could be a small glass. That's what I'm wondering. Is that a schooner glass? It's a Brewdog schooner glass. That's a that's a, a Brewdog schooner glass held by a, it's a massive hand, here. a small glass. Uh, what venue is that? Is that a range? Is that range in Abbotsford? Is it? That looks like the the Melbourne range, range. in is yeah, Abbotsford. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Or it could be, it's probably Brisbane, doesn't it? Doesn't that look like Brisbane? It's got uh, booth seats and shit. It looks nah, like some Mel- uh, I mean, it's been a while since I went Melbourne, there. Melbourne, Melbourne one looked like an ice cream shop. It kind of looks like that. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, oh, I've got an alternative link. What's this next one? Radio Brews News Posts. Here we go. Roman Cola Sours, Bogan Fuel, Reckless, Reckless Brewing. Bogan Fuel. Rum and cola sour. What do you think? Um, yeah. Has it got rum in it? Sure, it does. Yeah. The reason the reason I put this in here is because I had an idea when I saw this because we've got we've got the we've still got to figure out the next Boston the Brewer beer, right? Yes. Can we do a Jack and Coke beer? A, a Jack and Coke Zero. <laughs> Jack and Coke Zero. Oh. I don't I don't know. I I like Jack Daniels because it's not beer and I don't want to integrate it into um no. That's fair. No. No, thank you. Fair enough. Is All that right. it? Is that it? That's it. Okay, That's 12 it. questions. And the screen share. Let's do these. I've questions. done it. I actually I don't know if we've got any. I'm gonna find out very soon. The 12 have been on fire though. Last last week was fuck yeah. Keep it up. Keep it up, team. Oh, I just saw, oh, yeah, I spoke too soon. There's, like, fuck all in here. Um, I just got your message saying the bot is back. All right. Yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, that's good timing. Adam Shell, Adam Beer update. I've given both brewers at Hiker a recipe. They have a barrel. What's needed? That's it. Oh, the, really? That's has the he, has he gone that far? Apparently. It's very facetious. I'm, I'm, I'm um, homebrewing. Um, with both Adam Shell on Sunday. Oh. So I'll have a conversation with 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 Adam Shell. I can't say not that one, the other one, because I've got both. <laughs> so can you tell me, because I've met both of them, but I know one of them better than the other one. Mm-hmm. And the one I know is not that one, the other one. Yes. Which one is this one? It's Adam Shell. Right, no, but this one, the the, the 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 member of the twelve that wants to do the beer, it's the it's the it's that's Adam Shell. It's Adam Shell. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad we cleared that up. So, are we doing it? Hiker, keen? Let's do it. Yeah, they're keen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you still prefer that to a to a Jack Daniels and Coke sour? Fucking nice. That's fair. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh, my God. I feel like if I read this out, it's going to be problematic. Paul Metcalf got this from some news article this week. Legends. I don't know what I'm reading here. Hotel Stain, redirected print. Stonerwood keg schooner, $28.40. But that's for two of them. Yeah. Four pints parallel schooner, $12.50. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. That's not too bad. 28- A schooner? A schooner. Schooner. You know where Hotel Stain is? Uh, in Sydney somewhere, I'm guessing. In Manly? Yeah. End of the course. Yeah, I know where it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Fourteen dollars for a schooner. Fourteen twenty for it's not that bad, is it? No, that's what a pint should cost. Yeah, that's like beach hotels, like fifty percent more than that. I the regatta, it's it's fourteen dollars for a pint. A five hundred mil pint. Not, yeah, not but this fucking... is like this is the middle of the CBD on the on the water in Sydney. That's expensive, man. Yeah, you get what you pay for. You get the view and you're in the location. I think the mm. Beach Hotel one was more than that. Have you looked that mm. up? That up. Mm. That one, they're going to have a price list there. Yeah. Well, that's it. No more uh, VAs or founders leaving or sad stories. Yeah, just fucking, can you all stop? Winter? Yes, stop. And... Think of something fucking happy to talk about. You you did your best. I'll give you that. I did my best. I talked about dumb shit. My my scalp feels absolutely fine at the moment. Yeah. I'll tell you in the morning how I'm feeling. Okay. But right now I feel okay. Good. Keep the medication close. Absolutely. All right, mate. See you next week. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>